This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Well, if you've been following our Thursday picks in continental competition this season, you'll have turned a profit to level stakes. This week, we've got eight selections from our team of handicappers to hopefully furnish you with more winners. This is Betting Weekly Extra Time Europa League Edition. You're with Dan Roebuck and returning Steve Wiss, RJ and Will White. We're overs heavy with our picks. Seven selections, if we include the leans, have seen the boys predict goals. Nigel Seeley will not be happy. And that's not the only reason I can tell you. Anyway, we move on. Uh, Mulder Hacken is the first that we take a look at. This is very much Steve territory here, Steve, and he's back guard and he's got the light on as the light fades. Uh, Norway, Sweden. This is a rivalry that sort of creeps into club matchups. Steve, here we've got Mulder as the favourites at minus 129, Hacken plus 325. Well, I'm in the dark here, but I'm not in the dark in terms of this matchup, Dan. Um, do do any of you guys remember something called the Royal League by any chance? Yes, absolutely. This was yes, a, a competition. Scandinavian, yeah, Scandinavian Champions League. I think FC Copenhagen won it every year, and we used to have these matchups. And they're on about trying to bring it back, actually, um, in sort of the February March time at some point, but. Um, but we've got the champions of Norway against the champions of Sweden. And um, I think this is going to be a really exciting game. Both sides are going to enjoy playing against each other. Hecken love playing on artificial surfaces. Unfortunately, their own home matches in Europe are on grass surface right now. So this is their best venue, the whole six matches. Um, both sides have got loads of offensive players. And both managers are quite attack-minded as well. There should be goals at both ends of the field, Dan, in this game. So I'm going with over over three goals at plus money, plus 118. You could also take over 2.75 if you wanted to here. But I think there's at least three goals. In the state of the group, both have to go for it. If they want to have any chance of qualifying, they've got to go for it. So I think we'll see, uh, say, plenty of goals. There's loads of players to watch out for here. Um, probably for Molden, Magnus Wolvikram is, is the best technician on show. Hecken have got a new player called Eduard Chilufa, who likes to go by the nickname Chili, but he's been pretty red hot recently, so he Very could good. be one to watch out for. Mm. <laughs> uh, the goalkeeper Karlstrom is ruled out injured for the rest of the season, so is their right back Martin Linez. I'm looking, I think Molder will win it, but I think we're talking a wild game like 3 2 or something like that, Dan. So the goals immediately stood out to me. This is sadly probably the last time I'm taking a bet in this group. Uh, I don't like the matchups in this group after this one. So um, uh, let's hope we can finish with a bang with loads of goals. OK, um, Mulder on a poor run at the moment, but they might be some value according to Will White. Will, uh, you've got an interest in this one. I do, Dan, but I, I can't profess to know much about either of these teams. I've got to admit it, certainly not on the level of Steve. Um, and originally I did want to go with the overs, but... 
uh, spoiler alert, Steve and I do have the exact same pick on a game later on and uh, didn't want to replicate that. So I've gone with a slightly different angle and this is backed up by basically my model and my ratings. Um, so this is a pure model-based bet for me, which which is rare. Normally I like to back up my model-based bets with some sort of situational or human-based factors. But here I can't profess to know much about either team. Uh, my model makes Mulder minus 165 favorite here, which is a huge difference from the price they're currently trading at at minus 129. Mulder were competitive, uh, home to Leverkusen, who are very, very strong. We've spoken about them previously on this show many times. Um, and despite the 1-0 loss, the XG battle was very close at 1.29 versus 1.65. On the other hand, Hacken got destroyed 4-0 away to Leverkusen and were dominated in the XG battle. You're right, Dan, Molden's, Molden's league form doesn't look great, but the last two losses have been at home to two of the better, perhaps even best teams in the Norwegian Elitserien in Bran and Buda Glimt. So I think we can not put too much weighting into that. Um, Steve's goals angle, I, like I said, I really do like that. But what I will say is the higher goal expectancy tends to tends to lead to the draw being less likely. So if we're saying the draw is less likely, then that likelihood and that percentage chance has to go on to the two wins, of which I would put the majority of that onto the Mulder win. Which So maybe even that minus 165 number could be even shorter. So I'm on Mulder to win the game, or minus a half on the Asian line at minus 129. Uh, let's move on to a couple of picks from RJ. We've got Olympiakos uh, West Ham first. This is Group A, uh, and also Batschka Topola against Freiburg, uh, both uh, Thursday, obviously, 12.45 Eastern. Uh, RJ, first of all, Olympiakos against West Ham. Olympiakos plus 2.45. West Ham are short here at plus 105, a shade over even money. Panathinaikos had their game abandoned uh, at the weekend, uh, their derby against Olympiakos because of uh, firework that was thrown onto uh, I don't know if he was onto the pitch, but where the substitutes were warming up. But even so, I'm not quite sure how that is going to affect uh, Olympiakos uh, here. Talk us through your play because you're looking at Olympiakos uh, being positive against West Ham. Yeah, this is a bit of a uh, well, you know, it's a risky play, but I've been uh, I've been a risky better lately. I think um, I'm trying to find more stretch from a value perspective, and that's what I'm doing here. So I'm looking at Olympiakos. Shot on shots on target over 4.5 at plus 143. Uh, in terms of your question, Dan, yeah, I, I, I have no idea how the uh firecracker firework episode is going to impact them. Um, you know, it's a pretty interesting event. I see when I watch European matches, I see the fireworks and flares all the time, so I feel like it's just par for the course, uh, out there, especially in like Greece and, and some of the um, you know, middle, middle eastern type countries, but uh. Looking at this from a perspective of stats, right? The home side, Olympiakos averaged 5.69 shots on target over the last 25 home matches. And West Ham averaged 5.75 shots on target against on the road. Olympiakos have been very strong domestically. They've secured six wins in seven matches. Offense has been potent, 22 goals and two goals conceded in those seven matches. And the Europa League, they struggled a little bit with a defeat against uh, Freiburg and a 2-2 draw against Baka Topala. Uh, they have some pretty pretty notable players. Uh, I'm not going to get into that too much, but they do have a couple loanees, uh, Daniel Podence from Wolves and former Roma player Matty Camara. 
There's a little bit of injury concern in the uh, midfield and, and defensive side for them, but these are long-term injuries, so it shouldn't impact their current uh, form or their strategy. West Ham, recently away, have been somewhat concerning with five consecutive single-goal margin defeats in their top-flight fixtures. Uh, Miguel Antonio is back. Uh, they do have a couple defensemen that are either injured or recently coming back from injury. So their defensive setup could be a little bit uh, different than, than normal. And at this point, because Olympiacos, um, you know, need, need a win here to sort of get back on track uh, with just one draw for, for points that they've seen so far, I think West Ham are vulnerable. And I think this side is so strong at home the old adage, uh, you know, from uh, from Steve there, I think it's going to be a difficult place to play for West Ham. I think, uh, you know, yellow card, Dan, I know. But honestly, I, I really... You're banned for, you lot are banned for life this week with this tough place <laughs> to go nonsense. Anyway, yeah, continue. No, I, I've caught that bug. But uh, but honestly, it's, uh, it's a very strong-looking play. This is one of those matches where it somewhat looks too good to be true, but... I think this side could give West Ham some trouble, and I think the their shots on target over four point five could come through. I think this. I think Olympiacos sees five, six shots on target here. The stats suggest Olympiacos will cause West Ham some trouble. Also in that section, Bashkatapola against Freiburg again, twelve forty-five Thursday Eastern. Uh, Freiburg are the short price favourites here. Corners the focus here in Serbia, and once again, it's the averages as the stats are J that seem to make this wager because we both are looking at maybe not too many corners in this fixture. Yeah. Uh, so heading over here, Dan, I, I got to tell you, Steve's giving me like uh, Halloween vibes right now uh, in the backyard. <laughs> he just keeps, keeps giving me that right now. Steve, you're doing great. By the way. Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's why I was a little distracted there, but uh, no, back at Tapala. Versus Freiburg under nine point five corners minus one fifteen. You know I could get into recent form and 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 the like and like players player talk, but honestly this this play is solely based on on statistics on on data. Uh, long story short, I think Freiburg can make fairly easy work of this Serbian side, uh, who have not won any of their last six matches. Uh, Baka Topala averaged five point four three corners per match over their last. 25 matches Freiburg on the road averaged 8.85 corners and just 33% of the time these teams have seen over 9.5 corners. So again, rolling with the data at hand, staking this pretty confidently under 9.5 corners at minus 115. I like this play minus 115 under nine and a half corners in the Bashka Topola Freiburg fixture. Same group, of course, as Olympiakos and West Ham. Let's move on to Sparta Prague against Rangers here. 1245 Eastern as well. Sparta Prague are minus money favourites, but only just Rangers plus 275. Um, Steve, you've got a play for us here. Uh, Philippe Clement now in charge at Rangers. His tenure started promisingly with a 4-0 win over Hibs at the weekend. Previously at Monaco, I presume you know a little bit about him there, but you didn't, I don't think, do particularly well. Um, give us your thoughts on him and indeed the play for this game. I think it's a misconception, Dan, that he did badly at Monaco. I saw this spouted out across the, the all of Twitter and all the socials when he took over at Rangers, but I completely disagree. I really liked what I saw from Philip Clement at Monaco. The, the year he took over, he won nine of his last 10 games. He nearly got them in the Champions League. 
played some of the best football I've seen in France in the last two or three years. I remember he beat PSG 3-0 one game and he absolutely rinsed them. I think he's a great fit for, for Rangers. I think he's going to provide some exciting football. Um, he's completely attack-minded. He tries to win every game, which is perfect for an old firm side. And um, I'm immediately transfer, transformed to the overs when uh, now that he's involved at Rangers. So I like over 2.5 goals here, straight on the nose. It's not the, the biggest prize. I think it's minus 136. I think RJ's got a very similar play here, but he's gone with a bigger goal line. Um, can you even see me, by the way, Dan, now? It's very Halloween vibes here, isn't it? But um, Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, mm. You know, trick or treat, I think we're in for a treat of goals uh, here, let's yep. say. Um, I, I really, I, I must prefer, I don't know much about Sparta Prague. This, I, I've said before, Czech football is not my area. So this is maybe, RJ can maybe give us more of an insight into Sparta Prague. I know he likes Sparta. Um, but they have been involved in overs and both teams scoring all their European games this season. Had a look at their squad. Did I recognise anyone? Bermancevic, former Malmo and Toulouse player, Serbian attacker. I've always quite rated him and I noticed he got on the score sheet recently for them. So I think we'll get a really offensive game. Philip Clement's going to go for all out for the win and Rangers are going to be, uh, watch out now, Rangers and overs under this manager in whatever competition. Uh, get on them because I really think you're going to get the gold flow. Uh, minus 136 for over two and a half. RJ, you like the Asian line slightly bigger and therefore better odds. We talked about uh, Sparta Prague in the qualifiers. We did our money when they played Copenhagen because all the goals came in extra time in the second leg. But since then, as Steve alluded to, there's been an awful lot of goals in their games in Europe. But you have gone for that slightly Asian line. Just to briefly talk us through your play. Yeah, so I, I took a different road, uh, different approach, as you said, Dan. I'm on over 2.75 goals at minus 113. Uh, Sparta Prague have shown strong offensive display in the domestic league with the, with the 4-0 win over the weekend against Seski. Uh, they've scored 34 goals in 12 matches and are sitting atop of the Fortuna Liga table. Uh, in the Europa League, this, this entire group, uh, by the way, is deadlocked with, with three points. All four teams tied with three points in Group C. Uh, there, so that's Sparta looking at, uh, Rangers, the, the, the Scotland, uh, champs, their recent Europa league performances. I've seen a draw against PSV and they suffered a loss against Olympiacos, uh, Sparta, as Steve kind of alluded to, there's not too many standout names. Uh, Lucas Harrislin is their, uh, top goal scorer. He, he's, uh, he's injured. I'm not honest. Honestly, I am not certain his status at this point. He did miss the match over the weekend against Seski, where they still were able to find four goals. Um, he started his career domestically. Uh, he started his career in Poland and then he went to Sassuolo for a few years. And then he's now, uh, playing in his, in his home country of, uh, well, he's actually Slovakian, but he's playing in, in Czech Republic for the last few years. He's been a standout for this side. Rangers have the likes of Alfredo Morales, Ryan Kent, and they'll play a crucial role in the attacking here. I expect both sides to contribute on the score sheet. And honestly, both teams to score look like the play here, but it's it's far too short. It's I think it's minus well, I think it's plus uh, well, 1.65 decimal perspective. Um there's a very good chance of both sides to score. And that's why I went with over 2.75. I think at the very least Steve will cash fully. We could get a half cash here, but I could see a 3 Four goal, um, maybe even five here. This, this could be the highest scoring match in the in the match day, in my opinion. Um, overs for the game. Likewise for Brighton Ajax. This is a three pm later kickoff on the Thursday Eastern time. 
You've all got plays here. They're all variations of a theme. In fact, two are the same. We'll let Will go first. I mean, Brighton minus 305 here. Ajax plus 700. You talked on the Champions League show that Brighton uh, were a side that, a little like Bayern Munich, you tend to go overs with because unders is your usual play. I'm going to get all your thoughts on your plays here. It's all over. So, Will, you're first up. Yeah, it's just, how can you not be on the overs with these two sides playing each other? I mean, I'd put Ajax probably a third on my list of teams where I would back a high overs line. Um, originally, when I picked this out, it was over 3.25 at minus 109. I think some money's come from it. But Brighton, 50 goals in 12 games this season in all competitions. That's 4.17 a game. Ajax, 45 goals in 11 games. That's 4.09 a game. Not sure why the line's been set here at 3.25. Compare that with the leipzig Svenas vesda game where I'm on under three and a half in the Champions League. I don't understand. They should at least be the other way around. But um, we all know De Zerbi's style, high risk, high reward, looks to outscore opponents, playing out from the back through the press. Ajax are a total mess. Second bottom of the Eredivisie, conceded four goals over the weekend against quite a weak Utrecht side. It's just been announced this afternoon they've sacked their manager, actually, Maurice Stein, after only recently hiring him. I think Brighton could quite easily beat this line on their own. I see a 4-1 type scoreline, so over 3.25 goals, minus 109, very strong bet for me. Steve, what have you got to add to that? Uh, Steve hasn't got his microphone on. Exactly the same pick. Exactly the same pick, Dan. Um, Blindingly obvious. Um, It's not exactly the most original bet in the world. But I think uh, we should get uh, plenty of goals in this game. And, um, you know, Will is absolutely right. You would have to be really, really brave to be on the under in this game. I was, I've got loads of stats prepared about Maurice Stein, but now he's been sacked. So <laughs> he's kind of ruined my, um, he's, he's taken my thunder here, Maurice Stein. Um, but I do, I saw a, an Instagram post from the Ajax Ultras and they said they would rather go to Brighton with no manager than, than him in charge. So that's how bad he's been. But Ajax just play one way. Whoever's really in charge, they've got to be offensive. They've got to be on the front foot. And mm. it's very difficult not to see goals in this game. So exactly the same bet as Wills over 3.25. Again, I prefer that line rather three and a half because, you know me, I'm not an all or nothing. But it's blinding. It's, as I say, an absolutely blindingly obvious bet. A bit like this torch I've got here. <laughs> there you go. Blindingly obvious bet. Uh, mine, uh, over 3.25 goals on the Asian line, along with Will at minus 109. Uh, RJ, you've just pushed that can a little bit further down the road, a little bit better uh, bang for your buck. You're going to go over three and a half. Just to tell us briefly why you like that slightly bigger line. Yeah, to the guy's points, uh, you know, Stein was sacked. Um, they're going to play, I would have to assume, as Steve said, on the front foot with the new manager in charge. I expect them to sort of get uh, back on track to the IX that we know, uh, maybe not to the form of last year, but Brighton, they're just a goal machine, right? Goals against goals, goals for and goals against as, as Will and Steve alluded to, it's, it's, you'd be very brave to back and under here. The reason why I didn't make this an official play, Dan, to be fair, was it's over 3.5 and, uh, I liked Sparta right at over 2.75 or even over 2.5 for that matter. So it's a strong lean and, and something I may consider to play personally, but uh, that's because of over 3.5. It's not an official play. Sure, it's a lean uh, plus one away over three and a half goals. I ex 17th in the Netherlands at the VZ. 100 to one to be relegated. Any takers? They're not going to go down, are they? 
No, they will not. They're not going to go there. It wouldn't happen. They've never, they've never been relegated for the uh, from the Eredivisie uh, since it started in 1956. Um, we have got some leans. Uh, we've got two on Sheriff Savet. Uh, this is the type of show that we bring you here. Uh, Steve, give us your lean on uh, Sheriff Tiraspol against the Swiss side Savet. Goals again. I like over 2.5 here. I mentioned Servette earlier in the season that they're quite an open team. Um, they've actually won their last two Swiss league matches 1-0. But I, I think in Europe they've been a bit exposed and uh, both teams need to win this game. They're on zero points. It should open up logically um, into a bit of a shootout perhaps. But I don't really know enough about Sharif to be brutally honest with you, Dan, to actually make this a more confirmed pick. But I'll be looking out for certainly both teams scoring and over 2.5 goals in this game. And we've got a lean from RJ. And again, it's corners in this game, RJ. Yeah, looking at props again, Dan. Under 9.5 corners in this match was minus 137. Simply a lean because it was too short of a price. And to be fair, the statistics backed um, a stronger corner play with Baka Topala versus Freiburg at, at under 9.5 at minus 115. So again, it's still a good play from a metric perspective. Both sides average around 7 ish corners per match so i think it's still fair play but at minus 137 too uh too short and it would not be a europa league show if we didn't have a europa conference pick from will so ordering off the menu it's just a lean not an official play or is it because in the email you did say pick slash lean will I like this bet a lot. Would be happy for it to be an official play. It's the Faroe Island Minnows Klaxvik. I'm not even going to at attempt to pronounce their full name. Draw no bet at plus 125 at home to Olympia Ljubljana. Uh, Klaxvik drew to an understrength, albeit understrength, Lille team at home in the last round. Um, and Lille, according to my ratings, are 1.5 goals better than Olympia Ljubljana. They uh, also beat Slovan Bratislava away in the XG battle, which is quite interesting. And not many people would have had them down to perform that strongly in match day one. Uh, Olympia Ljubljana, on the other hand, despite a nil-nil draw, conceded a whopping 2.96 XG at home to Slovan Bratislava in the last round. So more than anything, this is just a gut feel bet. Um, I feel like uh, given the conditions, uh, it's a long trip to make to quite a foreign territory. I don't think Ljubljana are going to be particularly comfortable and I don't think they're that much better than Klaxvik anyway. So uh, Klaxvik plus 0, 0.00 goals, which is the draw no bet line at plus 125. Have a look at that on the Bet River site. Tyner, but it's listed as plus 125 could be a value play in the Conference League. And before we let Will and RJ escape, and Steve go back to back to scaring the neighbours' kids. Um, let's get some let's get some best bets. Steve, what's your best bet? Europa League match day it's three. It's going to have to be. By by the way, talking about the Fair, the Faroe Islands, they're football mad over there. You know, they they really love their mm. their soccer, and I, I like that pick mm. of wheels. I think they'll give it everything. Um, best bet. Well, it's got to be that over, hasn't it? Brighton against uh, Ajax. It just screamed goals. It could end something ridiculous. So over 3.25 goals in the uh, Brighton game. Uh, RJ? I'll go Sparta Prague versus Rangers over 2.75 at minus 113. I like that one, Will. 
you know when Will White is betting in overs that it's a strong play, and yes. I just it's the overs in the Brighton Ajax game over three point two five minus one oh nine. I just hmm. I think the line should be a ridiculous three point seven five to be honest, which half a goal difference is enough for me to make it my strongest play. I love that. It's very rare. We might not see it again this season. Well, we might in the Europa League. That wraps it up. Betting Weekly Extra Time Europa League edition. Many thanks to Steve, Will and RJ. We are back, of course, for the European show ahead of the weekend. For now, though, it is goodbye.